I'm Allison Van Hooser, and I'm on a sold-out mission to develop highly successful leaders at all levels. In the 15 years I've been working throughout the food, financial, retail industries, and politics, I've become deeply aware of the powerful effects of leadership. In each episode, you will get strategies and actions you can use immediately in order to change you, your team, and your business. The question is, will you choose to own it? Will you put your stake in the ground and decide to do something with what you've learned today? This is Stake, the Leadership Podcast. Do you have a difficult employee driving a wedge between you, other employees, and even customers? Today I'm sharing three leadership actions that can help you lead that employee to improved performance. I got a call this week from a frustrated leader who is asking me what to do about an employee who is wreaking havoc throughout the organization. Long story short, the leader is relatively new in their position, less than a year. The manager he supervises is unhappy and they make no bones about it to everyone and anyone around. That's a bad situation, right? So rarely are any two situations exactly the same when it comes to personal issues, but the starting actions I recommend in this podcast episode will apply in many situations. So today, in case you're dealing with a difficult employee, I'm going to share those action steps with you. Step number one, look in the mirror. Leaders set the tone for the organization. So go take a long, hard look in the mirror. Get real with yourself. Ask yourself, am I setting the example for what I want to see? Here are a few questions to help you get started with a solid self-evaluation. Do you want the difficult employee to treat you and others with more respect? Well, do they see you treating others that way? Treating people the way you want to be treated. Second question. Do you want your employee to respect you as a leader, not just as a person? Here's the thing. Position alone rarely earns anyone respect these days. Instead, your actions are what earn you respect. Have you actually given your employee a reason to respect you other than your formal authority, the authority you have because of your position? It's important to note that Negative experiences far outweigh positive ones. Let's say that most of the time you feel like you're doing a great job as a leader. However, there have been a few mistakes along the way. It's those negative experiences, even if there's just a few of them, those probably really stand out in your employee's mind. And you, as a leader, starting now when you're taking that look in the mirror, you might have some work to do on yourself before you can expect your team to perform the way you hope they would. Second tip, get to the bottom of their priorities. As a leader, you should know what your employees want. When you understand their priorities, you can make the best decision when it comes to communicating, delegating, rewarding, etc. in order to curb bad performance. For example, don't think that money is the answer to every problem. Money generally won't cure performance problems, but it may mask them for a while. What if it's more time off that people want? You know, if you are giving unwarranted raises, those raises won't benefit you or the organization in that certain situation. 
I encourage you to sit down and have an open, honest conversation with the difficult employee. Ask them what it is that's most important to them, what they want to achieve within the organization, and what their ideal workplace looks and feels like. Answers to these questions will give you clues to how you, as a leader, can best move forward. Number three, establish expectations and accountability. Hear me carefully. Crystal clear expectations are one of the most underestimated leadership tools. Most often, if people understand the expectation, they'll rise to meet it. When it comes to a difficult employee, it's likely that somewhere along the way, expectations and accountability have become misaligned. Regardless of the size of your organization, I'm a fan of written expectations. When expectations are only communicated verbally, then there's likely someone somewhere who isn't on the same page. And that it creates a situation that only leaves room for a wedge to be placed between people. You know, job descriptions are a great place to line out those expectations. Make sure those are very accurate and detailed and review them with all employees so everyone knows what everyone is responsible for. After establishing and reviewing detailed expectations, it's important that you create accountability. Now, accountability is not hand-holding or controlling people in order to get what you want. Instead, accountability should be a mindset curated throughout the organization so that people keep promises to themselves and others to give and get the best from one another. And when that doesn't happen... When in, if you have a culture of accountability, when that doesn't happen, we all talk about it. We fix it and we move forward together. That is an accountable organization. You know, as leaders, oftentimes we, even as people, we know what we should do, but we don't do it. For example, we all know that we should eat more green vegetables. But most people don't. We all know that we should probably drink more water. But oftentimes we don't. I mean that list can go on and on. You probably know or have an idea. At least after listening to this podcast. Of what you should do. Or what would be your next right move. Regardless of the specific challenge you're facing today, I want to ask you, what can you do today that would set you and your team up for better success tomorrow? Ultimately, your team is only as good as your leadership. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For the links to everything mentioned in this episode, check out the show notes. And if you'd like more practical, tactical leadership development content, Go to www.vanhooser.com for my weekly blog and all the links to my social media channels. And if it makes sense to start improving the leadership skills of your managers and supervisors, let's talk about training options for your team. Email me at allison at Leaders, make the choice today to put your stake in the ground and own your leadership success. This is Stake the Leadership Podcast.